Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Coming up, we got a little football with Paul Condry. Sectionals from last night will... Go back and take a look at those things. Look ahead at the regionals. Right now, though, here's a guy who's got all the information you need for a great day of football, not only today, but coming up tomorrow. He's the star of our show. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you are the man. Let's start things with what has just been a roller coaster of an emotions down in Bloomington, Indiana this week. Bob Knight passing away on Wednesday night. The Hoosiers picking up an exhibition basketball win at Assembly Hall yesterday, 9 94-61 over Marion, and today the football team, Tom Allen and crew, picking up their first Big Ten win of the campaign, 20-14. The Indiana Hoosiers beat the Wisconsin Badgers. Indiana is 3-6, and six, now 1-5 and five in the Big Ten. Brendan Soresby was terrific. He went 19-31, 186 yards with a touchdown and zero picks. Donovan McCulley had five grabs for 67 yards. And in totality, we're going to reflect on coach bob knight here in this five-minute update here on indiana sports talk and toss it back to last night and what don fisher had to say to start the basketball broadcast wednesday evening indiana university the great game of basketball and this state lost a true giant bob knight won three ncaa championships 11 big 10 titles and left an indelible mark on this institution the game he so loved and the hearts of hoosier fans around the world Please take these next several seconds to honor the great Bob Knight with a moment of silence. Don Fisher before tip time between Indiana and Marion last night. Bob Knight at the age of 83 passed away in Bloomington on Wednesday night. The Purdue Boilermakers fell tonight to the Michigan Wolverines. It's a final of 41-13. Michigan just flat out dominated the Boilers. The Wolverines number three in the land improved to 9-0. The Boilers are 2-7. Michigan scored 17 points in the first quarter outscoring the Boilers 17 zip. Hudson Card struggled. He went 12 of 28, 144 yards with a touchdown and an interception. Same case for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. The number 15 Irish go down to Clemson 31-23. Sam Hartman struggled, went just 13 of 30 for 146 yards, zero touchdowns and two picks. Valparaiso got a good one over Dayton today, 21-7. It was Butler crushing Moorhead State 49-7. The Dogs are 7-3. and three. Elsewhere in small college football, Indiana Wesleyan defeated Marion 42-40. It was Lawrence Tech holding on against Taylor 41-37. St. Francis by 10 over Concordia today 34-24 with McKendry handing UND their first loss 21-16. The Greyhounds are 8-1. Franklin blanked Manchester 36-0. Hanover shut out Anderson 69 to zip. And this is a football score, by the way. Rose Holman 70. Defiance 54 today. It was Mount St. Joseph knocking off Bluffton 49-27. Hope by 10 over Trine 38-28. And Wabash defeated Hiram 52-13. DePaul was on by, which means next week DePaul gets Wabash in the 129th 
Monon Bell Classic. The Indianapolis Colts go against their former head coach Frank Reich and the Carolina Panthers tomorrow. First time the Colts will battle Bryce Young, but Frank Reich seeing his old team for the first time since being fired. He was asked this week if it means more. It always means a little bit more. For some people, when that happens, it may be means more in a vengeful way. I don't look at it like that. Motivated, yes. Highly motivated, yes. Kickoff at 4.05. No Braden Smith at right tackle. No Juju Brents at corner. The Pacers fell to the Hornets tonight, 125-124. Charlotte gets the best of Indiana on the second half of a back-to-back for the Pacers. But it was back-to-back nights for a big slam for Obi Toppin. Hayward turns it over. Smith with it ahead to Nemhart. He lobs it to the goal where Toppin caught it in midair with one hand and then windmilled it over the front of the rim. Bobby Knight again passes away at the age of 83, our last soundbite from Coach Knight. To refer to this whole thing from start to finish as a real Mickey Mouse operation. Bob Knight passes away at the age of 83. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven the number two savelives.org. That's their very important website. Make sure you go there. Brendan King, tell me what you know about the best game of the day, Marion and Indiana Wesleyan, two ranked teams. Marion number five, IWU number three uh, in the NAIA national poll. Um uh, Indiana Wesleyan wins at 42-40. Tell me about this game. Well, Coach, to be fair, I can't say I know a whole lot with the details of it because I was calling my own game, but I can say, yeah, that's one of the marquee games in the state of Indiana. There's no doubt about it. And just pulling up the box score here, seems like it was a boat race. I mean, Marion, let's see, it was up 10 nothing after the first quarter. Then both teams, how about this, both teams scored 21 in the second quarter. Wow. Um, right. At which that that's exceptional. So that means at halftime, Marion was on top of Indiana Wesleyan uh, 31-21. Then how about this? You go from 42 combined points in the second quarter to Marion scoring three points in the third. That was it. And then in the fourth, Indiana Wesleyan came back and outscored Marion 21-6 in the fourth quarter. Wild, uh, wild day up in Marion. I mean, the, the amazing thing to me is – uh, these are two relatively young football programs. We're talking about the Monon Bell game coming up where this is the 129th game that DePaul and Wabash have played each other coming up next Saturday. And uh, Indiana Wesleyan and uh, Marion football programs are less than 25 years old. Yeah. And to be and, and the jobs – that uh, those respective uh, institutions have done with their football programs is absolutely remarkable. I mean, it, there's no other word, no other word for it. And um, they've done a fantastic job. Facilities are tremendous at both places. And each time they play, um, it, you, you kind of have this expectation that they're going to play this well. And so uh, it's a great game. They're both going to go to postseason play. Um, and... Um, this one, I'm sure, that goes a long way in terms of seeding and whether or not you host a game or not and those kinds of things, which we won't know for a, a couple of weeks. So congratulations to uh, Indiana Wesleyan on a hard-fought 42-40 win over Marion. Great game. Surprisingly, UND losing their first game to McKendree. Uh, still believe UND headed to the Division II National Tournament. 
which we'll find out in a few days. Um, huge win for your alma mater, the Butler Bulldogs, 49-7. How about the job Mike Urimovich has done with the Bulldogs uh, in his two-year tenure at uh, Butler? Incredible, incredible. And that's our alma mater, Coach. I'm including you on that. That is sentiment. true. Yeah, it was great I mean, to hear I, from I do get, I, I get my fundraising letters and and, <laughs> in, and and publications just like, I'm. you know, I have a master's degree there. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, spent a lot of money. <laughs> they have a, they, they had a lot of my money. There's no question. And um, I got to tell you that, that, that getting the master's when I did, the timing of it uh, kind of changed my life. It allowed me to be considered to be the basketball coach at Franklin College because uh, without the master's degree, I don't get in the front door, mm. even though I'm a graduate and you know I'm an assistant and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm fortunate to get promoted to the head coaching job when I was 26, uh, but it wouldn't have been possible without that master's degree and the timing in which I got it. I get, I get it at the right time, and so – um yeah and that was listen you think about this you can appreciate this i'm obviously i live in franklin i'm teaching at center grove junior high i'm teaching ninth grade english i'm driving over to franklin college every afternoon to be an assistant in basketball and baseball and then when i'm working on my master's back when i was in teaching you had five years to get your master's degree to uh, make your your license permanent and so I drive. This is before Interstate 65 is completed through Indianapolis, just so you know. <laughs> so I'd go 65 to 465, 465 around to 38th Street, and I'd take 38th Street, and I'd, I'd, that's how I'd go to campus. And I did that uh, two, two nights a week, and I took uh, three classes in the summer and got my master's degree. It took me three years to do all that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, hey, thank you, Butler, for, for uh, educating me. Thanks for letting Brandon, uh, Brandon, Brendan do all the things that he does. It's good stuff. Hey, a quick thought from me. I was just thinking about it. So 129 years of the Monon Bell. Th- this, is, yeah. this is how long that's been going, right? You can add up the ages of all three of us in the studio, you, me, and Jack, and we still don't get to 130. That's how long it's been going. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys. Uh, I mean, I take up the lion's share. I'm just the, uh, hey, no, that, that, I'm, that's not even a shot at you. That that's just how long right. that's been going. Right. No, you can add up. No, look, you you add up your age and Jacks and who else is in there? You. You guys. Do, me, you, me, well, you no, and you, Jack. Me, yeah. yeah. Well. Okay. Well, I try not to talk about age. It's too depressing. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying you're young. <laughs> yeah, nice try. <laughs> Paul Condren, I'll come back and talk some high school football after Brendan King's update on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. The Colts take on their former head coach tomorrow, Frank Reich. Faces his former team just about a year after he was fired by Jim Irsay and company. It's the Colts and the Panthers tomorrow at 4.05. The successor of Frank Reich, Shane Steichen, on meeting Reich in a game where Reich and Steichen worked together long ago with the Chargers. I got a ton of respect for Frank. Um, Very intelligent football coach, understands the game, but even a better human being. Um, you know, the two years I was with him out there in San Diego, uh, just the wisdom he brought, you know, being a former player, uh, his leadership abilities. And we continue to honor the life of Bob Knight. This is one of the best sound bites I had this week that we came across. Tom Izzo on many, many years battling Coach Knight on the court. I wish I could tell people that don't know him 
how different he is than what sometimes was portrayed because the guy had a heart about this big. So my first my first game, my first Big Ten win was against Bobby Knight and the Indiana Hoosiers. And I guess I'll forever remember that because of the respect I have for him. A former player, this is what Quinn Buckner had to say. He was a genius. They really understood life as well as basketball. And um, I, I feel quite privileged to be whatever I am because I had been in his presence at such an early age, and he helped me grow. That was a couple nights ago, Quinn Buckner on the Pacers broadcast on Belly Sports Indiana. Speaking of the Pacers, they fall to the Hornets tonight, 125-124. Tyrese Halliburton did score 43. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Sectional championships were crowned last night around the state, and for the obvious reasons, there were some tremendous games. Uh, lots of points scored, some dramatic wins in overtime. You name it, we had just about everything you can talk about. And to do that, from the Regional Radio Sports Network, the Indiana Football Digest, the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame, the Indiana Sports Writer, and Sports Casters Hall of Fame, Paul Condry. Hello, Paul. Great to be with you tonight, Coach. Always great to be able to talk a little American tackle football. Very excited about uh, uh, visiting with you tonight. Even more excited about the fact that uh, Tom Allen's Indiana Hoosiers were able to pick up a big <laughs> win against Wisconsin yep. tonight. So feeling pretty good about tonight, Coach. Thanks for asking. Well, thank you. We talked last night about your game up uh, in, with Regional Radio Sports Network. Uh, and um, it's all, it's a great night. It was a, a decent night weather-wise, but it's a fun night. It's also a, a bittersweet night for all of us because we know a, a lot of kids had their careers ended last night after having great success. And so, in totality, it's a it's just how it's what we play for. It's what this is about. But there were some really tremendous games uh, around the state for sectional championships. Uh, whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Uh, overtime win, West Lafayette over Hanover Central. Uh, overtime win, uh, uh, Linton Stockton losing to South Southmont. Uh, just to name two to start with, but there were a lot of great games last night. Yeah, we crowned 48 champions last night, Coach. And I think right from the get-go, you kind of flew over that Southmont win. That's their, that's the school's first sectional football uh, championship. But let's start right there. That's a, that is a tremendous win for Dessa Hannum and, and the Mounties. Excited for them to be able to be in that position. And, of course, you know, anytime you go on the road to Linton Stockton, uh, that, that's mm-hmm. a tough place mm-hmm. to play. And so they were able to pick up a big W there and excited for them and the opportunity that uh, – is going after them as they move on to the regional round for the first time in the school's history. But, you know, I think that what's so unique about uh, winning the sectional championship, and we've talked about it for time and time again, that takes three weeks. You've got right. a wide variety of dynamics that are at play grades. We've got weather. We've got all kinds of things going on. But we also have uh, contrasting sky, styles and, and, ste- and schemes of football that we see at the, at the over a three-week period. And I think sometimes more more often than not, that becomes a big factor. I'll give you a case in point: is I mean, if you're taking on a on a on an option team that you haven't seen all season long or haven't even prepared for, now you've got to kind of really kind of go out of your own comfort zone and learn how to play.
play uh, and try to replicate something in practice that, quite frankly, uh, you can't even do. And so those kind of situations that are kind of present themselves in a very unique dynamic. And I think that's uh, really, really neat to see teams be able to, um, you know, uh, rise above those type of uh, difficult situations and to bring home the trophies. And I think that's kind of neat to see those kind of things. But you look at, you know, some teams, it seems like it's easy for. I mean, let's face it, Coach, <laughs> Indianapolis Bishop Chittard won their 31st right. sectional championship coach the tournament's 51 years old and when you've won 31 i don't i don't know how to do math very well but my goodness that's pretty dead gum good that you've won 31 uh, titles in the and in, in, in the 51 years of the tournament and then you, of course you had there were some crazy games including that amazing game down in evansville in class 4a between evansville north and castle where they accumulated 1100 yards of total off I mean, wow. who would ever think that you would score 50 points and, <laughs> and lose? lose. <laughs> I mean, yeah. can you imagine what Doug Hurts thinking right now, the coach at Castle? Well, we just only gave up 60 points, 506 yards rushing. Jason Rucker went ballistic last night for Evansville North, 14 rushes, 294 yards at Fort Dutchville. Wow. So we saw all kinds of crazy things last night. We saw some, some we saw some programs that, quite frankly, that we expected to be in the position that they're at right now in the regionals. But anytime you have some things going on like that, I mean, the Southmont story is just a really, really neat story because, let's face it, I mean, the first time is the first time. And uh, we saw some teams avenge losses last night. We saw uh, Northwood avenge a loss to Dwanger. We saw Evansville Memorial. Avenge a loss to Wrights. We saw Nord Judson avenge a loss to uh, Triton last night. Those were really unique situations. Once again, proving that if you could beat somebody's backside in the in the regular season, it doesn't mean a daggum thing what you play in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the, the tournament's about, and I think that's what's neat about it. But one of the things that it does do, Coach, because it's going to set up what I think is coming up next week, is there's going to be several teams if they win next week, it will change the landscape of high school football because those uh, several of those teams could be moving up a class because of the success factor. So right, a lot of things right. are going to happen moving forward as we get into regional plays. But we had some really neat performances. We had some really neat uh, team situations happening. And I thought it was a pretty good night of high school football. Who would ever thought for the first week of November that we would be in the 50s on a Friday night? That's kind of unheard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it. It really is un, unheard of, and um, you know the the uh, neat thing about it is, you know, you have uh, some first time winners, as you point out, and you have a lot of, uh, you have a number of teams who've repeated, which I think continues to bode well for what we anticipate to be a great tournament. And, you know, some of our preseason favorites, people we've talked about throughout the year, Center Grove with a relatively easy time over Columbus North. We've talked about uh, in 1A, uh, the defending two-time defending champs, Indianapolis Lutheran, having their way with Covenant Christian. So there were there weren't very there were no real noticeable uh, upsets, if you will, last night. You know, what is so unique about the tournament thus far, Coach, is if you look at the Class 1A regional field, and I know we'll talk about that in the in the next segment, but when you think about where we were at one year ago this Friday and Saturday, respectively, 
All eight teams are in the exact same position. You can't even draw that up if you even thought about doing that. But if you look at those kind of situations, you look at teams stepping up and, and, and playing big boy football for the first time. And I think one of the most exciting games that we saw last night was West Lafayette's unbelievable performance against Hanover Central. They're down 28-7 to in the fourth quarter. Mm. They came roaring right. back. They, you know, And give junior running back Caden Verrett of Hanover Central a lot of credit. 29 rushes, 202 yards. But somehow Shane Fry's kids came roaring back to be able to pick up a win and give a lot of credit to Hanover Central. Hey, we're on the road. I'm going for the win. Two-point conversion. You know, I'm going to either going to stay home for the rest of the tournament or we're going to advance. There's not a lot of coaches that would go for those type of situations. And I think those are the kind of things that we saw last night as the, as the uh, sectional finals unfolded right in front of our very eyes. Paul Condry, I need you to hang on here, if you can, through this uh, upcoming scoreboard update. Paul Condry and I will come back and talk about uh, next week's matchups in the regional. Again, a great night of uh, football last night. Um, I'm glad all of you joined us last night. We had a lot of fun talking to coaches after the games and some of our media colleagues. Don't forget, we get uh, – more college football to talk about tonight. And certainly we want to talk about the Indianapolis Colts uh, taking on North, uh, on Carolina. So there's plenty of football to talk about. Won't be long. We're going to be into that point of the year, too, where we're talking about football and basketball. It's a great, great time of year. So Paul Condry and I will come back and talk more high school football from week Number well, no, from the championship round uh, last night of the sectionals. We're already through those regular season weeks, and we'll come back and spend more time talking about high school football on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Paul Condry from the Regional Radio Sports Network and Indiana Football Digest rejoins us. All right, we got through any notable uh, performances or streaks or anything you want to mention from last night uh, before we turn our attention to the regional matchups? Well, I tell you what, always great to, to visit with you, Coach. Thanks for, for the opportunity to be able to talk about this. But I think that uh, if you look back on – uh, you know, last night. I mean, from a from a numbers standpoint, and I'm a big numbers guy. And Brian, let, let me let me point out a, a couple things, uh, and don't let me forget about this tonight, because we need to talk about George Gilbert passing away. I know that's oh, the yeah. one that we want to yeah. talk about tonight. Center Grove. 17 consecutive playoff wins in a row. Lutheran, 14 consecutive playoff wins in a row. East Central, Indianapolis, Bishop Stark, nine straight uh, playoff wins. Valparaiso with seven consecutive playoff wins. So that's kind of, if you're talking about uh, throwing in numbers. Right. I think there were some really neat performances. Uh, Make no mistake about it. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
and there were some pretty pretty good football games. And I think when it was all said and done, uh, we saw some some things that I mentioned about the the Rucker kid from Evansville North going crazy. Uh, I think that was. And if you look at Bishop Tard, their three running back attempt, uh, three running back attack was dynamic. You look at Laville with a big win. Uh, Cody Allen went ballistic for Laville last night in their win against Bremen with 194 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, up in Crown Point, Crown Point, uh, Noah Ehrlich, uh, eight for eight, 170 yards and four touchdown passes. A pretty good day at the office for them. Penn scored offensive touchdowns, defensive touchdowns, special teams touchdowns. That's kind of how they roll. Uh, Corey Yeoman's done a great job uh, with taking over for Coach Giesman and running that program. All they did was win the school's 26th sectional hmm. crown. So those are some interesting scenarios. But, yeah, as we move into this week, I think it's going to be neat to see how uh, these teams kind of face the uh, face off against each other. And I think it's going to be a really fun regional championship round. I think so, too. Uh, it's, it's already been a, a tremendous, tremendous sectional round. So let's turn our attention now to uh, matchups in the sectionals. Uh, where would you like to start? 1A, 2A, 4A, let's 6A? Start, let's what, start 1A. Everybody is exactly 1A. where they were a year ago, Coach. How wow, could you that's, even you know what? I, yeah. That? Right. How could how, how is that possible? Park Tudor at North Judson, Adam Central at Carroll, North, uh, North Decatur at Sheridan, Providence at Lutheran, all those three, and, and of course those teams uh, all in the same spot. In, in Class 2A, LaVille at Lafayette Central Catholic, Bluffton at Lures, East, uh, Eastern Hancock at Southmont. Of course, that's new. Uh, North Posey at Triton Central. What's unique about 2A we have we have three games going on in two A. These teams have never even seen each other before. That's right, very right. unique. In three A, Knox you get the legendary Russ Rackey is on the road at uh, West Lafayette. Chittard is going to be at Delta Gibson Southern at Tri West. Heritage Hills at Batesville. Um, several several of those teams have not played in a long time. In 4A, New Prairie at Northwood, Leo at Mississinawa, Mooresville at New Pal, East Central at uh, Evansville Memorial. I really believe I, I'm the, I am so strongly excited about East Central as I would throw East Central in the 5A tournament, and they'll be in the 5A tournament next year because they're going to be right. moving up because of the success factor. They could win 5A. That's how talented they are. But in the meantime, Evansville North will be at Bloomington South. Whiteland will be at Decatur Central. Snyder will be at Mishawaka in the game that I'm doing. Valparaiso and Maribel, what's so unique about that one, you say? That was a one-point game a year ago, and it was a two-point mm. game between those two teams in the regular season. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. sixth day, we got Warren Central at Center Grove, Ben Davis at Cathedral. Oh, that's that's kind of boring. Not. Hamilton <laughs> Southeastern will be at Westfield. And then Crown Point goes to Penn. That'll be a rematch wow. of the 2017 regional. We're going to have some rock'em, sock'em football on Friday coming up. I think we're excited about the whole situation. A lot of things are at, uh, at stake. Is a, a trip to the Final Four is is was within a, a you know a heartbeat for a lot of these student right, athletes, right. And coaches. Wow, ready to go, coach. I'm thinking, you know, yeah, I'm looking at 4A, trying to figure out who wins because right now East Central obviously really, really playing well. New Palestine is just getting better and better and better the way they're playing. Uh, I mean, I just think that. 
you know the new the uh, Mooresville with a you know with Mike Gillen they can win any time the, the new pal Mooresville game is a great matchup but there's just something about that class they're loaded obviously and uh, they're really balanced the six A we talked about with Center Grove but I tell you what those are all good games I, I, I really in looking at this I know it's cliched I'm not really seeing um, bad games I'm not seeing somebody really having a clear cut advantage over somebody in terms of a, a regional match matchup on Friday night. Well, yeah, if you look at you look at Foray and once again East Central, the the quarterback has had a great season, Josh Ringer. He's one of the top scoring football players in the United States of America. He is Josh Ringer who's on the cover of our right. Indiana Football Digest is having one of the most historic years in Indiana high school football history. Let's give him a lot of credit for that, but uh, I tell you what, uh, Coach Miners has done a great job. They've kept that was a young team that won the state championship a year ago. And all they've mm-hmm. done is they've locked and loaded and ready to go. I just don't for the life of me. And John Hurley is one of the best tournament coaches. Right. I HSA football has seen in, 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 the, in the last 20 years. But East Central's got to travel down to Evansville Memorial. That Don't take anything away from that because that is right. a tough road right. trip. And, and I think some of those kind of factors could play really, really big into that 4A tournament series. And I think those kind of things that uh, you can't – you can't underestimate the effect that those kind of things are going to have. When you're on a bus for two and a half to three hours, <laughs> I mean, no matter how coaches say, hey, listen, we're going to right. stop halfway, we're going to get out and stretch, we're going to loosen up, we're going to do that. But make no mistake, when you're on a bus for three hours, that messes with your mind. I mean, you are as a college basketball coach, you know right. this more than anybody. I mean, how many times did you take your team on the road and then, hey, listen, we want to go stop and we're going to go practice at school A or school B? Uh, you tried to you try to mix it up, but I mean, you take kids out of their comfort zone, and that's when special kind of things happen and unique things kind of happen. I think that's what's going to play itself out uh, on Friday night when we get to the regional championship uh, games coming on. You mentioned earlier about the passing of George Gilbert, the legendary football coach at Clinton Central. I mean, a Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame guy, and uh, the, the sport of football uh, has a big, big void right now. Coach, thanks for allowing me to talk about George Gilbert. I talked to George about three weeks ago. Uh, still the right to the right to the end, he was still mentoring and uh, taking care of younger coaches. He got the huddle accounts, and he was breaking down game film. Mm -hmm, Uh, George mm -hmm. had gotten uh, cancer about three years ago, and they gave him about six to nine months to live. And here it is three years later, and he's still fighting at it. But he lost his courageous battle uh, with cancer. But what's so unique about Coach Gilbert was he was was an old-school guy. He was – I'll never forget that guy wearing the bow tie, uh, the whole nine (laughs) yards. But what he did with that Tri-Central team – uh, back in a day was was as special as we've ever had. And, of course, he wrote that book, Team of One, We Believe. I've got a copy of it right in front of me right now. But he talks about what he did at uh, at Tri-Central. When he got there, Coach, uh, Gary Yu, the, uh, the athletic director, there were about 14 right. boys that were going to play football. And they were going to close down the football program. 
at Tri Central. But George came in. They got his he got his butt kicked for the first year, and then of course the second year. But by the time year number four came around, he right. ran the table, won the state championship. Not only did he win the state championship, but he brought together a community, brought together a coaching staff that had not had any success before. But he also was named the Colts Coach of the Week, Indiana Coach of the Year. He was also subsequently nominated for the uh, the Don Shula National Coach mm-hmm. of the Year, in which he finished the runner-up. George Gilbert passed away this past week, one of the great ambassadors of the game of football, a guy that I got a chance to know really, really well. I'm going to miss him. Uh, he was just everything that you'd wanted in a high school football coach, hardworking man dedicated to his faith, and uh, he was good. He's what made Indiana high school football great. Right. Paul Condry, thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Coach. Great to be with you. Thanks a lot, Paul. Paul Condry talking about George Gilbert, the passing of uh, Coach Gilbert um, just this past week. And so um, kind words, great guy, and quite a loss uh, for all of us. Coming up, we've got a final scoreboard update of the night. Got a lot more football to talk about. A reminder, don't forget to join us Friday for the regionals around the state. Should be uh, should be great. Uh, also, don't forget, send us uh, on, on Twitter, or X, excuse me, at IND Sports Talk, hashtag IST. Uh, pictures, videos, whatever you want to send us. Just send it so we can have some fun with that. And uh, Colts taking on Carolina tomorrow. That's a late afternoon start. That's a 4.05 start. Um, much obviously made about Coach Reich and his return taking on the Colts. Um, I, th- I, I think those are always overblown. It's just something for the media to talk about. Coach trying to win a ball game. His guys are trying to win a game. Colts are trying to win a game. Um, whether they, the, the, the game, the way the game is, they've all played. You play for different coaches. You've been in different franchises, so they all know one another. So it's an important game for both teams. So. Get a chance to watch it and watch it. We're back. Scoreboard update with Brendan King on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Last one of the night, we got to preview what's coming up on your NFL Sunday. Starting with the Colts, again, a 4.05 start tomorrow, late window in Charlotte, taking on the Panthers and their former head coach, Frank Reich. Reich was asked earlier this week if this one means more after his firing by... Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The Colts last year. It always means a little bit more. For some people, when that happens, it may be means more in a vengeful way. I don't look at it like that. Motivated, yes. Highly motivated, yes. Frank Reich, always a class act. I thought that summed it up very well. Well, your Sunday gets started with some morning action. Dolphins and the Chiefs. That by far is the best European game that has been played all season. It happens to come from Frankfurt, Germany, where the Colts will be playing the Patriots just a couple weeks from now. Dolphins, Chiefs, 
at 9.30. The 1 o'clock slate begins with the Vikings visiting the Falcons at 1. Kirk Cousins out for the year with a leg injury. He is done and will not play against Atlanta. The Cardinals take on the Browns at 1. The Cardinals just shipped off their QB, Josh Dobbs, to the Vikings. So Dobbs no longer in the desert. Rams and the Packers in Green Bay at 1 o'clock. Also, it's the Commanders and the Patriots in New England. The Bears visit the Saints. Justin Fields doubtful with that dislocated thumb. It's the Seahawks and the Ravens, as well as the Buccaneers clashing with the Texans. The late window on top of the Colts and the Panthers features the Giants and the Raiders and the Cowboys and the Eagles in an NFC East duel. Sunday night football, the Bills and the Bengals. Monday night, it's the Chargers and the Jets. Have a great rest of your weekend. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven the number two save lives dot their website. Brendan King talked about the Pacers. Pacers are putting up a lot of points. So walk me through. Lamelo uh, take gets a steal against um, uh, who at the end? Halliburton. Yeah, Tyrese Halliburton. So I mean, it was an all star. Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, Did I mean, you, have you seen the replay? Yeah, no, I actually caught it live in studio. I got the benefit of the TV in okay. here. Live um, in studio, making me feel bad. So what well, happened? Hey, I'm just keeping your seat warm, Pinkest brother. Pocket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a bit of a tip at about mid court, and then Halliburton recovered and just never got a shot off with mm. about two seconds to go. So Lamelo Lamelo played good D on Tyrese, but listen, Halliburton had 43 points. <laughs> he went 12 yeah, assists when. Eight of twelve from three point land for so this guy is a superstar. But the Hornets did close out the one twenty five one twenty four win. So, you know, back to backs are tough in the NBA. Pacers beat the Cavs yeah, last night in yeah. that in season tournament action, and you know the Hornets come in as the fresh team tonight with you know Lamelo and Gordon Hayward and others, and uh, they are able to pull out the win. Do you know enough about the in season tournament to help our our listeners understand it? I'm sure because I'm not sure I fully understand it. Do you? Do you, I'm sure you know more than I do. Wish I could say I understood it, but I still don't, Coach. To my knowledge, this is what I know. You're in group stages now, so it's sort of like right. the World Cup type of feel. So you're playing in your group. Got it. So Got the it. Pacers and the Cavaliers in the group together and so on and so forth. And at some point, there's going to be these knockout games. But what kind of confuses me, which I'm sure it confuses you too, is these knockout games, they also count as regular season games. So it's kind of a mm-hmm. double-edged mm-hmm. sword, right? You're playing these in-season tournaments games but they also count for the eastern conference standings um but also i do think it's a cool nugget that you're going to get a meaningful game in december ish in the nba which you know usually december january that's when things kind of dole off to the playoffs right you know you see a lot of guys sitting out or taking rest so you're going to get a championship nba in-season tournament game now i don't know uh the benefits of winning the in-season tournament to my knowledge, I, I don't know if uh, it, there's a standings procedure. I still got to do my homework on it. But either way, I right. do know, and you know, it has been publicized that the championship game is in Las Vegas. So you're going to get a highly momentous weekend in Vegas with two teams going at it, and I'm sure that's going to, you know, get some NBA nuts traveling out there. And you know, I bet they'll play that game at the T-Mobile Arena uh, on the Strip, and that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that information. You you are in fact. Uh, invaluable to the effort. You really are. Hey, I'm all just right, doing so my we job. Got, oh, that's what they all say. So I haven't had a chance to talk to you about the uh, world, the recently concluded World Series. What do yeah. you think? I thought it was fantastic. I thought Co- it was great. Coach, I, I, I am not a betting man. You know that. Um, I, I don't right. bet often. But Nor I t- am I. 
I, I will tell you that I put a small wager on the Texas Rangers to win the World Series in March, <laughs> and uh, that that felt pretty wow. good to win. I uh, listen. It's it's the power of Bruce Bochy. I mean, that guy wins everywhere he goes. He's already a Hall of Fame manager, and you know, Coach, I, I think it's pretty cool. The last four World Series champions. <laughs> have all been managed by a guy 63 or older. So, um, you know, the game, uh, there's a lot of young minds right. out there. Right, and right. In, you know, in the game, a lot of people are hiring the young buck coach or manager. But, Coach, in the game of baseball, you and I love it so much. A lot of times you can't beat a wise mind in that dugout. And a lot of times those wise minds are guys that have been in the game for 20, 30, 40 years. And Bruce Bochy, just yeah. another example of that. As much as they want to throw the analytics in there, it still is a game where exactly you, you got to have a sense, you got to have a feel for it. You got to, and, and Bochi is a master at that. And again, he's going to Cooperstown, no doubt about it. I mean, guy just came out of retirement and won a World Series. He's living the dream. <laughs> Brendan King, man, oh man, you're the man. You are a great, great member of the team. When do you Let go to coach. Florida? Uh, leave Wednesday, so I'm out next weekend. Uh, I'll call you, though. Yeah, call me. Do that. All right, final break, final thoughts. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. College football today is quite a day, interesting day. No question. Congratulations to the IU Hoosiers on their win 20-14 to 14 over Wisconsin. Uh, they went out. They uh, become bowl eligible. Got a chance to do that. And they, uh, uh, that's, uh, I think that's an, an clearly an intriguing situation uh, for the Hoosiers. And you think about, you know, they get the win, obviously, today. Uh, and so next week, they're at Illinois. It's uh, uh, an improving Illinois team, but it's a game that – you know, if you continue to play at the level they're playing, possibly get another win. Uh, Michigan State uh, at home in two weeks, and then the uh, bucket game at Purdue on the 25th. So let's hope that um, they can do that. It was a tough day for the Boilermakers, and um, just one of those situations where you're playing one of the better teams in the country, and uh, they are pretty good for uh, without question. And it was a 41-13 win by Michigan. Um, Boilers obviously struggling. Uh, Hudson Card struggling mightily as their quarterback. And so the Boilers lose 41-13. to Notre Dame losing to Clemson. I hope you heard our conversation with Lynn Clark a little earlier tonight. Uh, talking about a struggling offense. The uh, Notre Dame Irish tr- are having trouble there. They lose 31 to 30, excuse me, 31 23 to Clemson. Um, just a, a tough, tough day for the Irish. Uh, and now in a situation where, you know, one of the uh, New Year's Day bowls probably out. Uh, talking about um, the Pop-Tart Bowl on the 28th of December, something like that. I don't know exactly where they are with that. So that's a a tough loss. Youngstown State beats Indiana State uh, 19-7. 
You ended losing their first game of the year to McKendry, uh, 21-16 the final in that one. Butler with a great win, 49-7 on the road at Moorhead State. Dogs are playing awfully well. Tremendous matchup in the NAIA today. Two ranked teams. Number five, Marion. Number three, Indiana Wesleyan. This game at Wesleyan. Indiana Wesleyan wins at 42-40. to uh, Hanover beats Anderson 69 nothing. Franklin beat Manchester 36 nothing. Taylor beats Lawrence uh, Tech. Uh, big matchup, Rose and Defiance. Rose wins that one 78-54. Wabash, Wabash beats Hiram 52-13. DePaul had the weekend off. And so that sets the stage for the 129th matchup between Wabash and DePaul in the uh, always intriguing Monon Bell game. My thanks to Brendan King, Jack Johnston. Thanks to our great stations around the state to bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. And thanks to all of you for 30 years. You made us the most listened to sports talk show in the state's history. It is the history-making legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.